Hey there. Welcome to day five of our Get Up and Go Challenge. Sharon Horn Elstrom here. Day five, Get Up and Go Challenge number six. This is going to be our sixth. We did five Get Up and Go Challenges last year where we talked through and figured out how to handle any change, any challenge that came our way in a way that became automatic, guaranteeing that we had better results after we faced the challenge or the change or the setback or the obstacle than before we faced it. Today, we're going to talk about something that I love to talk about. Learned it back in the 1980s, which tells you kind of how old I am. From a, And it was probably after the 80s that I learned this, but I started following Tony Robbins, Anthony Robbins. He now goes by Tony Robbins uh, in the late 1980s, not the late 1980s. Actually, I think it was probably 79 or 80 when I actually saw him in a late night infomercial. I was in the hospital. I had had some weird, freaky things that went wrong with me when I was out working in Valley, Nebraska for the summer for 3M and I ended up in the hospital and I ended up there for about a week and part of it was Princess Di's funeral so if that no Princess Di and Prince Charles got married it was their wedding back then so I watched their wedding on TV which I would never watch but I watched that so that's just a couple of the things I remember about that experience and I couldn't sleep when I was in the hospital. I was there. I was by myself. I was a long way from home. You know, Wisconsin and Nebraska are a long way away, so my parents weren't there or anything. And I was stuck in the hospital. It was actually the first time I'd ever been long-term in the hospital. Or, you know, to me, long-term is more than overnight or more than you just popping into emergency because you hurt something. So I was there and I was scared. And I watched a late-night infomercial of Tony Robbins. And that got me on and started me on this journey of, of wondering and asking bigger questions about my life and personal development. Kind of slow through the years of my corporate life and things like that, but and through illnesses and other challenges, but it began me on that journey. And one of the things I learned from Tony Robbins is one of the things I want to talk about today. And there's a lot of other people that teach us. I think I probably heard about it from Jim Rohn or some other teacher before Tony, but it didn't stick until I learned it from him a few years later. And that is that there are seven key areas and aspects of our life that we need to pay attention to. <clears throat> you know, we talked yesterday about what do you want? What are the things that you really, really want? You know, is it time? Is it freedom? Is it money? Is it cars? Is it houses? Is it travel? Is it jewelry? Is it stuff? Is it uh, yeah, increased self-confidence? Is it spiritual awakening? Is it power? Is it control? Is it family? Is it relationships? What is it for you? And Everything that we want, absolutely everything that we want or ever desire could be broken down, of course, and made simpler in by making it and putting it in categories. So what are those seven categories? And I'll, I'll make a graphic for it. I didn't do it today, but I'll make a graphic and I'll probably write it backwards so you can see it properly on my Android so everything doesn't always look backwards. But <clears throat> they're, of course, physical, our physical well-being. If we are not physically healthy and have energy, nothing else matters. And I've learned this firsthand. We'll talk about some of that over the course of this challenge. So our physical well-being, our health, our nutrition, our energy, our exercise, our ability to move, uh, anything that has to do with our physical well-being. Uh, also our, our physical location, our physical safety, our, our physical, our environment, right? Anything that impacts us physically, it would fall into the category of physical. Mental, our thoughts, our mental attitude, our our beliefs about things all fall under M for mental. So P for physical, M for mental. E for emotional. 
Now, we like to think that we're these rational, amazing beings, and we do everything out of our mental capacity and our mental capabilities, and, and everything we decide and do is based on sound reason and facts. But the truth is, everything any one of us ever do is determined first by emotion, and then we justify it with reason. They say that about sales, but guess what? In buying decisions, but it's about absolutely every single decision we ever make. Every And if you don't believe me, Go back and really be honest with yourself and think about some of your previous choices and decisions and actions that you've taken. And really think about, did I consider all of the, and some of us are really analytical, so we can convince ourselves for longer that we don't make decisions based on our emotions than other people. But the truth is all humans make decisions based on emotions. And the stronger the emotion, the uh, more reasons will come up with justifying why we made that decision. Because the more... The stronger the emotion is, the more we feel we need to justify why we do the things that we do or why we think the things that we do. Our beliefs um, are about fall under the category of mental. Our feelings, all of our different feelings and emotions fall under the category of emotions. So that's E for emotion. S for spiritual. We all have a spiritual connection. Whatever that is for you, whatever that means to you uh, is going to be different. It's going to be different for each and every one of us. Actually, all of these categories are different for each and every one of us because we get to define and decide what they mean to us. Just like everything else on the planet, by the way, we get to decide what everything means for us, to us, and about us. Uh, so physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, financial. Financial is a biggie and it gets its own category because it impacts and affects so many different areas and aspects of our life, especially our emotions and our, feel, our feelings and emotions, our beliefs and our thoughts. And that impacts what actions we'll take, what we'll physically do to obtain those financial and spiritually those financial uh, requirements in our life. So financial gets its whole own category. Relationships also gets its own category because relationships impact everything else that we do too, right? Either relationships or lack of relationships determines how we feel physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, financially. Nobody gets what they want and achieves what they want as an island if you want to achieve finances or financial goals of any level it always involves other people at least you as a seller and them as a customer right so there's at least one other person or entity involved in any transaction that we have you know business is an exchange of value and the final category is that of contribution after we get all of our basic needs met, remember there's Maslow's hierarchy of needs and all kinds of different hierarchies of things that we need, which prioritizes these things for the human race. But guess what? We each individually get to decide what the priority order is for us. So physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, financial, relationships, and contribution. Each of those areas, <clears throat> what we're going to do today, and our tool is obviously ranking or prioritizing or prioritization or priorities, however you want to say it, each of these seven key areas from one to seven, one is the most important for you right this very minute. Now keep in mind, these things change over time. When I was in my 30s and I had a young family, family and finances and uh, <clears throat> probably relationships were my top three priorities. Now, my top three priorities are probably different. I'm going to do this exercise right along with you because I haven't done it for a couple of months and look at and rank what are my priorities right now. I'm going to tell you right now, one of mine is physical. COVID-19 
I let some of my really good habits slip and physically my energy has gone down and I don't like that. I don't like that at all because it doesn't allow me the opportunity to do all of the things that I want to do, all the things that I feel like I'm here to do because I don't have enough energy. You know, I can't tell you how much watching my granddaughter in 2020, I wanted to take a little nap and I wish she was still young enough to take naps, but she wasn't. So she might be, we might be watching a Barbie show and I'd find myself nodding off on the couch. That meant I was doing things that weren't giving me enough energy. So physical, I'm sure will be one of mine. But what we're gonna do today is we're just gonna rank order. And I've already made a little grid on my little worksheet in my notebook. You can do it on a piece of paper. Please don't just do it in your head. So often we think we can do these things in our head and we can, but then we don't have anything to go back and refer to. One of my most fun activities in 2020 was going back on some of these things that I'd done before and it was different order, different days, different challenge. But finding, all right, where did I prioritize? Did I, in every challenge, I think I've prioritized and, and rank ordered these areas and aspects of my life. And I can see progress and change then, or I can ask myself, well, what was going on in my life right then that physical well-being was my number one priority? I'll be perfectly honest. My physical well-being, and we'll talk about this when we get to that part, because you know, we're going to break this down for sure with our framework. I, for decades, did not take very good care of myself and as somebody who had had physical challenges and major illnesses and been bedridden for three years that's unconscionable but I got so busy raising my family working having businesses on the side running through my life that I ignored my health and my physical well-being which in 2010 made a massive change to that became my number one priority because I had a sudden cardiac arrest and died and I knew that if I didn't make my physical well-being and my health my number one priority nothing else mattered because I wasn't going to be around to, to impact or be here for my kids or my grandkids or anything. I didn't have grandkids back then, but I was hoping to someday. So today, priorities. How do you rank these areas of your life? Physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, financial, relationships, contribution. Go ahead, rank them for yourself. I'm not going to ask you to share your ranking in the comments below, but you absolutely positively can if you want to, because it's just a snapshot. It's like a photograph or a snapshot. It's just a moment in time. At this instant in time, this is what my priorities were. And again, it's gonna change over time as your life and your situation and your circumstances change. As you make super good progress in one area, you might be able to de-emphasize that and spend less time and energy on it. Because guess what? We don't have infinite energy. Well, we probably do, but we don't tap into it uh, to, to spend equal amounts of time in each area of our life. And guess what? Sometimes certain areas and aspects of our life don't need our conscious effort and attention. We'll still continue to advance and make progress in all those areas unless we do something to, to push against it and make sure we don't make progress. Evolution and increase and expansion is a natural uh, to the universe. It's the way our our universe and world work is that things expand and grow. So we'll expand and grow too unless we do something to stunt that growth or expansion. So today, share your top three in the comments below. Just, hey, these are my top three priorities right now. And again, maybe finances haven't been your top in your top three priorities because you've had that handled for decades until 2020 and then all heck broke loose and that totally got shut up for you. I know people that have multiple businesses. I work with a lot of entrepreneurs and a lot of uh, multi-business owners, small business owners, but also some they become big business owners by putting together a lot of different businesses. And they thought they had not put their eggs in all in one basket, but with what happened in 2020, 
six, seven, eight of their businesses have been all shut down simultaneously. You know, restaurant owners have had to jump through hoops to figure out how to continue to serve people and feed people during this pandemic. Other industries have been totally impacted in that they have just exploded. Think of grocery stores, how much volume grocery stores are doing and how many people and how many things they're doing now that, yeah, they were still feeding people, but the whole restaurant industry has been altered and changed. And the vast majority of people that were eating out in restaurants, yeah, you can do some drive-through, but most people aren't doing drive-through seven days a week. So the grocery store business has expanded. And so all of these things have caused us to have to emphasize things that we weren't necessarily making a priority before. So share in the comments below your top three priorities, and I will be with you tomorrow to hop right in to what we're gonna do next to make sure that every time you face a change or challenge, you automatically deal with it in a way that's the best for you. All right, have a great day. Any questions, hit me up. Otherwise, I'll be with you tomorrow.